0: this flyover clip I want to examine the people in charge who's been given access to all the levers of power when it comes to economics mm-hmm. and in order to do that bad in economics you have to have a spiritual or mental malfunction it's mm-hmm. got to be down to your core as a person and I'm gonna back that up because we got a, a bunch of clips to go to go through with you today I just got to ask man are you, are you are you mentally and emotionally? ready to go there.
1: I'm ready to go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think America is though, quite honestly. I mean, everything that's coming down us is like this, just freight train coming down the Hill. And it's about to mow everybody over kind of a feeling because everything that they are doing is, is opposite of what the founding fathers would have envisioned for them. Opposite of what God would have Mm -hmm. for the country. Um, and opposite, quite honestly, of what truly the vast majority, like almost all families in America would, would want for this country. It's, a- man, absolutely. It's, so it's
0: a little bit like, uh, you know, we watched a season one of uh, Ted Lasso. I don't know if people have seen that or not, but, you know, there's a there's a, a, a professional soccer team in the UK and they hire an American football coach who was not great at that. He was OK, but kind of a funny character. Never had even watched a soccer game in his life and they hire him to be the coach. Here's the, here's the reason why, because the wife inherited it from her husband in a divorce. The husband loved the soccer team, but she's just trying to destroy it. So mm-hmm. she does everything in their power to take it down. It's like, I feel like I'm living in an episode yeah. of that, or maybe the movie major league was kind of that same kind of theme of mm-hmm. the people in charge actually are trying to tear down the thing that they're in. So <clears throat> let's start, let's start from the top. Let's jump into the FDIC. We've talked about this clip yep. before, but I think it definitely pertains to this. The, 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 and then we'll have you, oh, this is Play the clip and then we'll have you break it down and give and give commentary on this
2: accessible when people need to know. But I don't think you have much hope of of reaching a public that doesn't have a professional need to know. I, I completely agree with that. I almost think you'd scare the public if you put this out. Like, why are they telling me this? Should I be concerned about my bank? Like my insurance company doesn't tell me what they're doing with my assets. If they just assume they're going to pay my claim, right? It's, it's, I, I think you've got to think of the unintended consequences of taking a public that has more full faith and confidence in the banking system than maybe people in this room do, <laughs> that we want them to have full faith and confidence in the banking system. They know the FDIC insurance is there. They know it works. They put their money in. They're going to get their money out. So there, there's a select crowd of people that are in the institutional side and if they want to understand this they're going to find a way to understand this there's a bunch of law firms representing this room there's a bunch of people that will charge them by the hour a lot of money to explain this all to them and and, and it's fine i don't have a i don't have a problem with that and they all have huge staffs but i would be careful about the unintended consequences of starting to blast too much of this out in the general
0: Wow, that is a major concern. We've played that before, but wow—that's it's that's a closed door FDIC meeting, and uh, you know that's the you know they got those signs up everywhere you go deposit your money, and and it's there. We p- started playing that before banks were dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been out there, and they're like, we we're not doing well, but oddly enough, the American people have more mm-hmm. faith in this institution than the people in this room do, and they all laugh because they they know it's true. And that's who's in charge of protecting every single dollar that people take and they deposit this fake stuff at their bank.
1: Well, so what's interesting about this is that that meeting was held in December of 2020. Mm -hmm. In January of 2023, we talked about it. And what did we talk about? We talked about this warning sign from from the Fed will actually – be the stimulus that, that causes a run on the banks. Sure mm-hmm. enough, we saw a run on the banks, right? We saw Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, um, Silvergate Bank, uh, uh, First Republic, yeah. and then the contagion started to spread overseas, right? But but if you go back to, to the backdrop of why this conversation was even head at the FDIC, it, it goes back even farther than December, right? So you go back to When really this started, this last stage of these banking failures, I mean, the banking failures actually, to me, started in the early 1900s when the Federal Reserve Act came into play, because prior to that, currency was backed by gold, right, Mm as the Mm founding fathers intended it. Then it moved to the the Federal Reserve, a consortium of, of private bankers. There's nothing federal about it. There's nothing reserve about it where they could just print money like there's no tomorrow and charge the U.S. Treasury interest on something that there's no tangible backing to. So that causes the inflationary spiral and the whole concept of reserve, fractional reserve banking, which Mm -hmm. um, this gives us the false, uh, basically, security that when people put money in the bank, they think that it's there. Right. Yep. Not. It's it's just not there because banks do the same thing with your money that you do with your money. They invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate companies, whatever else. Right. So when we see economic problems, companies going out of business, inflationary pressures, people not spending, and we're yep. getting notch. we're pulling money out of the stock market because we see that the stock market's falling. What are the banks seeing? They're seeing the stock markets falling. It's the same thing that they invest in. So now you you fast forward to a lot of other problems. The inflationary problems came from the BRICS nations, uh, basically dismantling the petrodollar. So there's no demand for our currency. So we're printing money like there's no tomorrow that causes inflation. Mm -hmm. Then you go to March of 2020. This is where it all kind of gets to really be unwound quickly. Mm -hmm. And that point the federal reserve changed the reserve requirement to zero percent right we've talked about all of this before this is just a rehash basically for this next statement that i'm going to make because zero percent reserve requirement means banks don't have to have anything on hand zero right they're they're using all 100 of your deposit mm-hmm. into your account they can use all 100 of that to invest meaning there's no money there for you to draw checks off of there's no money there when you want to take withdrawals out of your savings account or checking account or anything like that. Right. So, so that's the backdrop. So now there's this meeting at the FDIC stating we unintended consequences. We can't let people know that what, what don't they want people to know? Right. right. People know that the FDIC is radically underinsured. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- so if you look at it and you saw, on the bottom of that screen you know the FDIC has 125 billion dollars of assets how many deposits now you know cuz when that when that video was done the number of deposits in the US banking system was different than it is today so today we have 17 trillion dollars of deposits checking accounts savings accounts uh, CDs things like that they're liquid in the banking system, that's what people's mm-hmm. app
0: says. You pull up Bank of America, Wells Fargo, whatever your bank is, and it says, "Oh, I have eighteen hundred dollars in my checking account," whatever the number is. Or if you're a business and you think you have three hundred thousand dollars to meet payroll, that's the number you're talking about. It says that it's there, but it's it's, it's not not there. really physically it's not
1: there. An accounting mechanism; it's a ledger entry. So the, your bank statement, and for you know uh, layman's terms. What it says is, hey, David and Stacy, this is the amount that you basically should have in your checking account. This is what you've deposited, plus the interest that you've earned on those deposits. This is what you should have. Mm -hmm. But they're just hoping and praying that not everybody wants to Mm -hmm. write or withdraw their funds at the same time, because it's really not there. Right. right? So it's not there. They have to get interbank loans from the Fed. And this is why they put holds on checks of like 10 or 14 days, right? Because they simply don't have it. They don't want to default on that and it takes money and that's expensive and they don't want to do that. So they, they put a hold on people's checks. Now, the story that they tell us is we got to make sure that the funds are in the other account before we you draw it. On. Well, yep. in, a, in a digital world, they know that in a fraction of a second. They don't have to wait 10 to 14 days to right. realize that. They know in a fraction of a second if it's there or not, but they're just using your money. So here's the ugly reality of the FDIC. 125 billion to cover 17 trillion dollars worth of deposits. That's 0. 0.7 of a percent. Mm-hmm. That means there's
0: yep. not enough not enough life rafts on the Titanic. Yep, that's what that means.
1: No, it means how how quickly could you have a bank run or a bank failure if more than 0.7 percent of the population pulls out their bank accounts?
0: Are you having a hard time sleeping at night? call 720-605-3900 do it today you'll be glad you did looks like
2: you've been sleeping well megan he's back